Like, well, this is what I decided to wear. Yeah. And I just can imagine <laughs> my mom right now. Why the fuck would you wear that? You got so many more clothes. I was like, well, you, you could just promote the audio version of it. You don't have to promote the, the video form of it. So, <laughs> this is Snoozy, and you're watching the Jam interview. Jam. As ready as you can be. <laughs> All right, so what's your story? I don't really have a story. Like, honestly, I think it was 2015 or 2016, and I didn't have anything on my Christmas list. And my parents were really getting on me about that. So I just got on Amazon and I had seen the camera and I was like, all right, let me just throw something on there to get them off my back. And after that, I had just Google searched cameras for a minute and I was going to get a, a D7200 to start off. But then I was like, nah, that's a little bit too advanced for me and got a D3300. I immediately regretted it after like two months because I was like, yeah, I could do, be doing way better. Um, that's honestly it. Like, I just started off taking pictures and then I was just like, yeah, I need to do a video. And yeah, I couldn't do a video for my first like two, three years. And I, then I got a new laptop which could support video because the first one couldn't at all. And after that, I was just shooting anything. Like my first video is atrocious. Like I absolutely hate it to this day. I still hate my work, but I don't know. Some people love it. Well, I mean, that's that's a sign of growth and that's a sign of your taste evolving. So. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Like I really just stayed to myself for years and years and then to go from almost nobody knowing me or back in high school, everybody just knew me because of my hair or because I was super quiet to shooting with people that other people look up to or actually listen to. It's just mind blowing. And it's just like, I used to look up to people kind of, sort of. And for me to just go from, yet yeah, nobody really would do business with me in my mind to, it doesn't matter who does business with me because I already have my set group of people who I like and anybody else is just extra. Like, I'm really just known for doing music videos, but that's all I get hired for. And in my free time, that's all I can really do because I need the money. But like, I really just want to do documentary work because it's just something about like my memory is my memory is kind of terrible. And the thing that got me with documentaries is just like, it's timeless. And then like, I started thinking like, the two and fuse of documentaries for famous people is normally done like, as they die or right after they die, instead of just like, when they're actually like blowing up right here and now. So it's just like, I don't know. I just want to give people something that they could remember while they're here, not some other people can remember after they're gone. Yeah, give them the flowers while they're still here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's dope. Um, have you have you thought about doing just like personal like documentaries or personal projects and seeing how you could potentially use that as a, a jumping platform to do, film a documentary for somebody else? Yeah, I've tried it. Like I've hit up a couple of small businesses here and there, and sometimes I got positive feedback. Other times they were just like they just played me to the left. Like they would say, "Yeah," and then. 
they would say they're gonna hit me up next week never got around to it and then whenever i hit them back about it it was just no response so it's like i kind of diverged from trying to work with other people because it's like nine times out of ten they just play me to the left and that one time it's like all right they said yeah but i have no idea how to go about it no matter how many like documentaries and youtube tutorials i watch i just don't know what to do so it's like i don't know i'm trying to get back into it tough like i did like i tried to work one out with um highland throwbacks before that i got the second store up in lakewood and that took like i had so it was an event with i think it was next and i had the video done like that week but i absolutely hated it so i withheld the video for months and months it was like the middle of winter i believe when i finally sent it to highland throwbacks and then yohei he's basically in charge of the shoes because he's an excellent shoe guy and he um he was like everybody been asking me like what took so long for this one video to come out it's just like I hated it that much that I didn't want to send it even though I had it. And then like, whenever I tried to sit back down and do it again, I can never find a new idea. So I don't know, it's more likely just trying to get into the groove of like, even if I don't like it, I know somebody will, but I just can't get past that wall at this current point in time. Like I still hate every single project I've ever put out besides one. And that would be the myth my fault the misconstruction of akron that's the only one i like and that's because that's actually like the first video i ever did fully for myself like normally whenever i do anything else it's i got paid to do it somebody asked me to do it i felt like doing it but didn't feel like doing it after or it was just too much going into it that i didn't personally like to do especially just starting out and i was the first one i was like i can do whatever i want and I actually like it. It doesn't have a whole lot of views because I didn't push it because I don't push a lot of my stuff. I'm terrible with social media, which doesn't make sense because like my age is supposed to be A1 with it. I absolutely hate it to the core. Like even now, I think the last time I posted a video was sometime last month, if that. And then I posted a couple of pictures of one of the first protests that happened on a Sunday posted that and that's it but that protest happened weeks ago so it's like i don't know and i have a bunch of videos i think i got 12 plus that i could post right now and i just can't get into the groove of doing it like the algorithms and everything is just throwing me off mm -hmm. what about like the kind of like the set it and forget it kind of mentality to putting out work and also thinking of it as It's, it's a project that can be used as practice. Yeah, that, that's also another thing I've tried. Like, but I have like a really, really bad tendency to make something. And then when I put it out, I never want to see it again. So like, I think for about six months, I had posted something on Instagram and then I would turn off all notifications for it. And then I would just never open the app. But then I was like, I need to open the app and I need to see everything because what if I get a DM off of that? But I just hate like seeing anything related to it because 
like when Instagram before they took out, you wasn't able. I mean, you were able to see how many people liked your stuff. Before that, I absolutely hated it. Like I'll be happy if I could get eleven likes, and then it will move to if I couldn't get eleven, then I was stuck, and I was just like, oh, nobody's gonna think I'm good because nobody's liking me. And then when I started paying attention to who was liking it, who wasn't, I was like, a lot of these people are people who don't follow me or haven't even hit the follow button. They just like the one thing because of a hashtag on it. So that started diverging me from being like, okay, I need to put it out for people who like my stuff and more for like, just get it out the way. But it's still just like a weird concept to me. Like I have to put something out just to get something else. But then I see it's like a couple of media pages I follow. They only have like a thousand followers on Instagram, but they're doing stuff for like Drake, Wayne, uh, Trippy Red, Lil Uzi. And it's like, they only have like a thousand on Instagram. And some of their pages are actually private, which blows me still. Cause it's like, how did you get your name all the way out there to that level and you don't post anything or you post, but you're a locked account. I don't know. It's just beyond me at this point. Well, I mean, I definitely understand the sentiment of there's a lot of artists out there that don't like to see their own selves and their work or see their work. And yeah, I mean, it's totally understandable. But yeah, I mean, just yeah, just keep just keep doing personal projects, especially if if it's something that you like. That's, that's probably gonna drive you more to, I guess, promote it more. Maybe I don't know. Whatever helps. Yeah, because like, I already got a feeling right now I'm not going to like how I look on camera. Like, <laughs> drop this. I'm just, like, well, this is what I decided to wear. Yeah. And I just can imagine <laughs> my mom right now. Why the fuck would you wear that? You got so many more clothes. I was like, Well, you, you could just promote the audio version of it. You don't have to promote the, the video form of it. So <laughs> yeah, right. that'll, be, that'll be, I guess, one of the, the silver linings to this interview. <laughs> All right. So. You've contemplated in the back of the classroom with your headphones um, in, thinking to yourself, oh, you is any of this time wasted Instagram. really worth oh, it? <laughs> you did me dirty. Is any of this time really, is any of this wasted time really worth it? Yeah. Have you found it to be worth it? And is there value in the mundane moments of life? It's a yes and a no. Like, is this one person on Instagram I used to follow him on like Vine days and stuff like that and he had dropped an album or an EP called life sucks when you think about it and it made me think life really does suck when you think about it like if you don't think about anything that you have going on you're like this ain't so bad like it's raining outside but you're in here so you're like whoever's out there has to deal with it you're in here you don't have to deal with it like life sucks for them but it doesn't for us it's just concepts like that and then it just I don't know. It's like, I feel like mundane things amount to a lot, but at the same time, they don't. Like right now, if you didn't have this chair, you wouldn't care about it. You're not sitting in it. But if you wanted to sit right here, you had to pull this up there or you had to grab the one over there and then put it here. It's like, it's a give or take type thing because you can care about a lot of things that nobody else cares about. And then one person could care about absolutely nothing and you're just like why don't you care but if they ask you why do you care so much it's like you got a point right 
So I don't know. It's a give or take, honestly. And I feel like that's just how life is. It's give or take. You either get something or you give it. And regardless of which one it is, you're going to catch the rebound of it. Like karma, like you do something good, you get something bad. But no matter how much good you do, you're still going to get one thing that was bad that might amount up to all the good things that you've done. Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, he, in a technical sense, freed the slaves. At the same time, he didn't. And like the most minoral view of that you can get is, I think he had wrote the bill or something to get them free. But the South basically declared itself as its own country. So it didn't affect them down there. It only affected them up here. So he won the vote to be president again because he passed it and freed everybody up north. But everybody down south was still in it. Like it was still slaves around in 1970s, like the early to mid 70s. That's because they didn't know. Like they just had absolutely no education. And I think I just seen it. I think he was... I think he was between 60 and 80 years old and he had got on camera. And he just said it like I had no idea. Like there's no talk of revolution, freedom, none of that. So it's like he freed them up north for votes. But down south, they were still there. And a lot of people up north didn't know that. They thought the slaves were just staying down here just to be down here. Most of them didn't know. And he didn't tell them that they didn't know. But he won that vote to be president again. So it's like simple stuff like that. Like you can do a lot of good, but there's something bad behind it. What is your favorite way to spend a Sunday? Sunday. All right, two different versions of Sunday. Before quarantine and after quarantine. After it, every day is every day. I don't view it any different. Before then, I don't know. I had like a weird tradition set up. I would just wake up every day and play easy like Sunday morning. Trying to see like if people in movies who did that stuff like had an actual routine with music playing in the background. If it would make me feel better. It didn't work. It was absolutely terrible. And I did absolutely nothing. Like all I do day to day is edit, shoot, and watch my sister. I don't do much else besides that. Because it's nothing to do here. It's Akron. Like, yeah. It's been tough. It's been tough for the last few months. Very. Yeah. Um, are you still having trouble telling dreams from reality? Yes and no. Like I think when I first started dealing with that dilemma, it was more like that was kind of how I found my name Snoozy, because it's like I always was daydreaming. It didn't matter where I was at or what I was doing. And then, like, sometimes, like, my imagination is so strong that I started thinking, what if what I dreamt actually became a thing? Like, if I, like, I could shoot somebody's video right now and whatever they had in their mind, I could make it come to life. But at the same time, there's other things that can't happen like that. Like, I can't shoot everything exactly how they envisioned it because then I got to put my own perspective into it. So it's just, I don't know, it just goes back to a give or take type thing. Like in some circumstances, it's true. In most cases, it's not. It just depends how you look at it. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of our life experiences kind of puts filters into things and what we learn and what we go through. So, yeah, it definitely is kind of tough to especially working with uh, people, other creatives. They have their own spin of things. It's kind of hard to find that synergy. Yeah, it's really hard. Yeah. 
What is the worst thing you've ever tried? Define try. Like you talk food, physical activity. Can be anything. Worst thing. Um worst thing I ever tried was trying to talk to one of my crushes in high school. Absolutely terrible. Like I didn't have any of the confidence that I have now back then. And it's like talking to women back then was like the most difficult thing in the world to me because like I didn't interact with people a lot. And then I was like, you know what? I got hyped up. Let me go ahead and see if this is going to do what I want it to do. It didn't. (laughs) Not at all. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know why I got tricked into it. I'm not even going to put no names out there. It was just God awful. Like now it's weird because she's actually hit my line, which is really weird. But her dude at the time, who I didn't know was her dude, he probably don't like me. Probably still hates me, to be honest, because I didn't care about the relationship back then. Like I was a reckless dude for a minute. I'll definitely calm down, though. But that that's by far the worst thing. I think that really set me apart. Like. Excuse my language. I don't fuck with bitches. I hate them. I absolutely hate them. Like I have a love hate relationship with women. Yeah, talk talking to my high school crush. Yeah, that was a terrible moment. <laughs> Jeez, did you uh, did you have a pickup line in mind, or did you? you no, just kind of like no, just like, went up to talk. I was stuck. Like <laughs> I didn't have anything in mind. Like I tried to walk up. I said hi. She said hi back. And I think I just walked off. Like I didn't I didn't know how to go about anything. And then after that, like she had tried to talk to me a couple of times, but like it was in the hallway and I seen her dude walking down the hallway. And I was like, if I keep talking to her, my friends at this current point in time, they're right behind me. So they're gonna get on him. I really don't wanna do that. I just like to be out the way. So if I get in trouble for fighting him, she's not gonna like me. But I'm gonna feel good because he's messing up my flow that I was trying to get, but I didn't have at all. So it was a conflict of interest. Well, talking to women is, um, it's a growing learning, it's a learning process. It's like and a really you, big learning process. You grow, you learn how to, how to treat women, how to talk to women. So it's, it's, it's something that you always kind of try to pick up and learn, especially from other men. And yeah. actually you should probably talk to women too and see. Yeah, that's how I like, that's how I got See what they like at. and what, what they're interested in and what maybe could work for you. Yeah, and that's where some of the confusion comes into play. Cause it's like, you can have a million women right here. They all like the same thing, but you don't want none of them. You want the one that's by herself over here. Now, everything you can try with these one million will work perfect. The one over here, she doesn't like none of it. Like it's like you can have five women right here. They all love money. They all want a man with money. You can have one over here who doesn't care about none of that. And she makes it clear she doesn't care about none of that. Like you can't offer to pay for anything and she just doesn't care. She says, I got it. Don't worry about it. And then she'll get mad when you try to pay for something. You're not used to that. You're used to the ones who always want you to pay for stuff. So trying to transition over to that will cause problems because you're not used to that. And then you just cause like a break in a connection right there because it's not what you're used to. And she doesn't like that you're not used to it. And then she's by herself now with these other ones who all has somebody right there. 
because like I think the women who don't care for stuff actually outweighs the ones who do it's just you keep falling into like the line in the pit of the ones who want everything like you could get like the most perfect girl in your mind like image wise she can like everything materialistic and the whole nine but the one who's like a six out of ten who's actually way better than the 10 out of 10 when it comes to personality like that's probably the one for you but you're not going to realize that because you're stuck on the looks it's just it's like a really big back and forth game and it's like it's a lot of cases where you could say one thing and it'll work for all of them like a cheesy pickup line all of them love it for the most part it's smooth 95 percent that five percent absolutely hates it it's just, you just got to figure out what to do because some of them you gonna have to take like two to three shots just to see what they like and if you could even be bothered with them and that's and that's the thing with everybody's different one and then two communicating with that person is probably going to be the best move yeah so i kind of figure out what they're like what what they're into so yeah that's like a forgotten language right there yeah i'll never understand it well, just keep trying. <laughs> okay, I'm good. I'm good now. Way better. Um, what is your weirdest trait? Weirdest trait? Um, I don't know. Like a lot of things that I do is not that weird when I compare it to what other people do that I know. Like, there's some dudes out here who have like a really strong foot fetish. Like, I don't care for feet. Like, it's just like a lot of things are just whatever to me. So it's like. And some views is like I've been viewed as nasty or whatever the case, and I'm just like, so what? Like if somebody sneezed on me, like I'm not about to be like, oh my god, you just sneezed on like, well shit, I gotta take a shower, <laughs> or like I gotta wipe myself off. Like it's like certain things just don't affect me that strong because I'm just like it can be fixed or it's not even that big a deal because I know somebody who does that. Like if you eat your boogers, I'm be like, fuck. But then it's like kids do that so like why am i tripping about a grown man doing it i don't know i don't know somebody could probably answer that in the comment section if somebody would comment people don't comment on my stuff but if somebody do they could probably answer that if they know me on a personal level uh what is your favorite part about photography and videography and what's your least favorite the favorite would be All right, the favorite would probably be with videos. It would actually no, with all all across the board, my favorite thing would just be like the memory. Like not even the actual project itself. It's just like once you finish it and you're like, this is the one. And then you just have like everything else. Like it's like a three minute video, but you got like an hour's worth of footage. And you just look back through and you're just like that really happened. Like I really got that on camera or I didn't get that on camera, but it feels better because it just has no context to it. So it's like an inside joke. The worst thing, the clients. By far is just clients. Like, it, like I love most of my clients. It's a couple that is just like, like, why do you like working with me? Like, I, like it's just, I don't know. It's like I can never figure people out. Like I can figure them out, but like when it comes to me, I'll just never figure it out. Cause like some clients are just annoying. Like you ask, like we've like I've had a lot of discussions with a lot of videographers before, and it's like people want like $150 for a video. 
but they want something like Jerry Productions or Cole Bennett. You're not going to get that for 150. Like they either have a whole team or they spend hours and type of hours doing their stuff. You want 150 in like a one week turnaround. It doesn't work like that. Like they got me for that when I was first starting out. But now it's just like, I can't do it. Like I can, but I'm not even going to like it enough to send it to you. Like I at least have to like it enough to watch it over all the way through one time. And they just don't understand. Like the ones I'm working with right now, they cool. They completely understand it. I tell them I have setbacks, drawbacks. They're like, all right, cool. Just get it to me, whatever. It's like, all right, that's cool. Like with the new camera I just got, like before that one, like it would honestly take me about two to three days to uh, two weeks just to get through one video. And that's because like, it just didn't look right to me. With that one, I literally shot something two, three days ago and I completely finished it with no hassle at all. And I actually liked how it came out. I don't know. Some of them just chose not to work with me when I was struggling, but now that I'm up, they all want to work with me, but they don't want to pay the ticket to work with me. That's just the most annoying thing in the world to me. Yeah, and that's the difficult like conversations that you have to have with those clients is, all right, I'm kind of sensing that the energy's off or you're asking more of what what your well, what are your expectations? You have to like ask what their expectations are. Like you're asking more of what you're actually what we talked about, what we originally discussed. Sometimes you have to have that stuff in writing prior to you know the actual um, when the engagement of the work starts. Yeah, because like and it's also weird how people hit your line trying to get you to do certain things that you will not see at all throughout your entire portfolio, like. People want me to do like a whole bunch of effects and transitions and stuff. And it's like, if you actually watch my video that your mans did with me and you liked it, you would realize I didn't put a whole lot of effects in it. Like I probably to put two to three, four at the max. And it wasn't even in the transition. It was just like in a whole scene. Like now I'm getting to the point where it's like, I actually edit, like it's a full length movie. Like it'll be long clips that are actually stably shot with no stabilization. And it's like, I like that. It's like a movie, pretty much. I color grade to make it look like a movie. The only effects I'll add in is just like emphasis for something. Like a couple of people didn't chalk this idea from me. It was like, I forgot how I made it. It was like just a zoom in and then I just followed everything. But it wasn't like a, it was like a smooth slash rough zoom in. Like if I move my hand like this, it will follow it. And it would be smooth, completely smooth, completely in focus, but like it would just be blurred out to the core. And it's like a couple of people done chalk that from me. And then like they asked me to do that type of stuff. And it's like, I can't do it because you give me nothing to work with. Like we can shoot for seven hours a day. In that seven hours, you have to give me something that I can use for what you want. If we just run around and we just shoot like up and down exchange, it's not going to be a lot. We don't have a lot to work with. Even if we, I mean, we could go inside of buildings and stuff, but if you just want to shoot up and down the street, we're not going to have a lot. It's just going to be basically one long shot of a street and you might as well just be satisfied with that. In other cases, they give you a lot, but they give you a lot of what you wouldn't use. Like if a song is about, if a song is about women and drugs, but all you have is guns and money, it's not going to add up because it's not matching none of the lyrics at all. So it's just like, 
I don't know. It's just like you got to make sure you know what you want and make sure that who you're asking can actually deliver what you want. Because I'm tired of taking jobs and then we get done shooting. They like I like how everything came out. I send them pretty much the almost final product with like two, three more tweaks in it. And they're like, can you add X, Y, Z, one, two, three? And it's like, I just told you that the video was pretty much finished. You said you even liked it. So why do you want to add on even more that's gonna ruin it. Like it's some videos I'll never watch back because I had to add something in that didn't fit it at all. Just hate it. And sometimes having like clients that are open to the creative process, like you were talking about basically having one set in mind and like maybe a client is open to having like a continuous shot for like one continuous shot for a music video or maybe like doing the um not a, a contradiction but um trying to think of the other word but it's it's uh it's the opposite of what the lyrics are but the set the yeah. setting is different you know yeah. a juxtaposition yeah juxtaposition of from you know the music and the actual visual part the video part of it mm -hmm. that, that's probably like those are like the ideal clients that i like at this that is open to morphing some of the things in that creative process. Yeah, like I like morphing, but it's just like, if that's all that you give, but it's like, you don't tell me that's what you want until I already edit it. That's like where it really kills me. Like we could do an entire song about like, I don't know, like the bright sides of Akron, but in the midst of it, we're in Cleveland the entire time or we're in Cleveland for half the time. Like it just doesn't match up. Like it's just, polar opposites to the core like i didn't i couldn't think of like a somewhat appropriate example to use without putting anybody out there but it's just like it's two polar opposites that we could never mix right right kind of like how some people in the industry like they'll make a song about like being in love but the entire thing is just them riding around by themselves i, I can't remember whose video it was but i've seen it once it was just like the visuals were very uh very appealing but it matched nothing with the song. Like I couldn't get into either one because it was like lyrics are good, but it doesn't match the video at all. Video is good, but it doesn't match the lyrics. It's just, I don't know. Like I can do polar opposites, but if it's like, you know that they're not gonna match up, why are we trying to make a match? And you don't even consult me on trying to make it match. Like I'm really trying to get in directing. A lot of them won't let me direct. Or if they do, it's like, they're higher drunk. So then it's like, you know, I can't talk to you because you're not even in the right mind. So I just got to flow with what you're doing and try to cut in every once in a while so I can get what I want to get. What do you have coming up and where can we find you online? Coming up? I got a lot of things coming up. It's just putting names to them that I'm really struggling with. Uh, for everything social media wise, it's snoozy artistry probably gonna do the pop-up thing. I don't know if you're actually gonna do it. It'll be. It'll, it'll, it'll happen. S-N-O-O-Z-Z-Z-Y in the word artistry. Um, that's my Instagram. Uh, my YouTube is different. It's snoozy, but it's only one Z because somebody took the name. I don't know how they took it. Um, and that's it. Uh, website coming back pretty soon. I, I lost everything. So I'm trying to start that all the way back over from scratch. Uh, that's it, really. Like, 
most forewarning most of my videos are going to be under my other clients so it's like uh everything i did with basically anybody wild t is going to be under their page uh secret society under their page chanel gazali under their page is you'll see like if you go to my instagram you're going to see people's names and but their video not on my page go to their youtube page it's all there some of my clients are selfish for no reason hate it <laughs> all right sir thank you for doing the interview i <laughs> yeah, appreciate it Damn. thank you for watching keep jamming